0: Good evening Demon fans and welcome back to the Demonland podcast. My name is Andy and I think it's almost time for panic stations. We sit 0-2 and and our season is staring down the barrel. A loss this week and we're almost back to the days of watching the under 18s and the state leagues and doing phantom drafts and trying to determine who the pick of the crop of the next batch of potential club saviors is going to be. Great viney Uh, please give me some hope that it's not quite time to be thinking of draft picks and trading and trying to convince the AFL that we need a priority pick.
1: Uh, There's a bit of an audio problem, Andy. All I can hear is alarm bells ringing in my ears.
0: (laughs) You had me worrying there for a second. I thought there were actual alarm bells.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, look, I think uh, the the only way to lighten the mood, uh, I've come up with an idea for a giveaway. We're always enticing people uh, to join in the show uh, call in um, share your thoughts with us and I think uh, tonight as a giveaway we've got an abundance of inside 50s uh, <laughs> to give away to demon Landers there's so many um, we're just handing them out by the uh,
0: can can't give uh, them by can't the bag
1: full actually and you can do what you like with them give them to the opposition <laughs> waste them throw them away well uh, but... it doesn't matter because there's There's plenty more where that came from. We'll
0: talk about it in a minute, but uh, those Inside 50s look like they'll just come straight back out. Um, uh, If you would like to join our program tonight to discuss any of the topics that we talk about, and we love hearing from Dean Melanders. I know there's quite a few listening live. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talk about, so give us a call, zero three nine zero one six three triple six or skype us at demonland 31 um if you're listening to the show live you can join us in our chat room you can ask us a question there you can post your comments we'll read some of them out um head over to demonland.com slash podcast uh if you're listening to this later on uh on soundcloud on demonland.com or via itunes or an android podcasting app uh subscribe to us and you can receive updates when a new show drops. Don't forget to leave us a favourable review and uh, you can help more people find us that way. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 31 Twitter at Demaland, Instagram at demoland 31 Search for us on YouTube, Demaland Podcast, and uh, you can listen to some of the interviews that uh, Great Viney and I have conducted uh, with current and past players and coaches. Or just join us at Demaland.com. Join up uh, to the forum and chat with us uh, about your favourite football club. And sometimes chatting about that favourite football club can be very, very frustrating, like it was uh, this week. Um, uh, Great, Viney, um, w- <laughs> What went wrong? I mean, uh, where do we where do we start? First of all, most um,
1: things went wrong. <laughs> well, not most, a lot. There was some. There were some positives there. Um, it was a pleasure to watch Clayton Oliver again. Yep. Uh, was that? Was that close to his best game It was. For the club? It was I, oh, I know he got, got the best. Uh, it was best in terms of numbers, but uh, yeah, it was, it was up there in terms of the better games that he's played.
0: Well, when you lose um, by eighty, not saying
1: something for someone uh, who set such a high standard.
0: When you lose a game by eighty points, it's hard to sort of make that uh, that claim. Uh, even though he's you know stats wise, it was so it was great. Um, but yeah. Uh, Uh, I found uh, what you just said about, uh, you know, there being some positives and there were with some players sort of coming back into form, but it's hard to sort of, those positives, it's hard to, for someone so negative as me, it's hard to see those positives when you look at the scoreline that resembles one of the games in 2010 or 2011, 2012. Yeah. And look, they
1: might not be positives at all. You know, the fact that the midfield... Um, did largely well played a lot better than they did against uh, Port Adelaide the week before um, and I think ap- apart from that patch in the first quarter were you know back on top in terms of contested possessions I think the fact that you know the midfield played a pretty good game pretty good games um, and yet we still lost by 80 you know perhaps that's concerning in um, a negative rather than a positive but I think uh, you know there are holes in the back line which we know about. Um, and uh, blockages going forward. And, and that's uh, probably the, the greatest concern of them all and one which we um, saw last year um, and uh, hasn't been rectified um, adequately yet.
0: Uh, quite a bit was made uh, in the first quarter of the contested possessions were absolutely smashed in it, um, sort of evened out towards the end of the game. Um you know, but we smash them in the clearances. We smash them centre clearances, uh, smash them inside fifties. Yet that score line in the end, it, it's it, it's got to be a big worry that even though we're doing all these things, we're winning those clearances, winning those inside fifties, but then not being able well, to score well, that... and having run run-ons of multiple five six goals in a row kicked against us. It's big worrying signs for me.
1: Yeah, I mean the inside fifties. 50s... Uh, weren't of a high quality, were they? It was either bomb it um, long uh, and, and sort of, you know, um, bomb it long and straight, yep. in which case, Shalong had a spare man there to intercept uh, virtually every time, um, uh, rarely uh, uh, worried by a, a Melbourne player, um, or he we went very wide. Um, and that's not the way to, to put goals on the board. Um, you, you know, it's just not a, a meaningful entry.
0: No, def- definitely not. Um, it, it just seemed like every time we went forward, they they did have that. How did they have a loose man back there every time? I mean, we know with the six six six, it's harder to do that, but they seem to have it every time. We never seem to. Do yeah, it. look,
1: I'm not. Sure. We weren't at the ground, so it's hard yeah, to yes. tell on TV whether definitely. there was someone permanently stationed there. But I did find it odd during the night that we didn't seem to try and change um, change our, our method of attack or, or going forward. Um, we just continued to bomb it uh, long or go wide. Um, and, and I don't know whether Goody didn't even up the numbers uh, or whether, you know, he could have looked at alternative setups. Um, but, yeah, it seemed very static the whole night. Um, and, yeah, none of the sort of the quick... Um, uh, a quick play on, um, or uh, uh, crossing the ball, uh, changing the angles. Um, the, the, the team just seemed bereft of ideas in attack.
0: It's uh, Tom McDonald uh, seems to be down on form. Definitely not showing what he showed last year. Um, he's not taking those marks. I know it was a bit wet, so it was hard, you know a bit harder to take those marks, but. It's not just him. Uh, Weidman's not show; he's, hasn't been a present presence this year at all. I mean, he took a ripper mark in the first game, but that's probably all he's done. Um, and we also—it's not like yeah. Uh, also, w- when you know when Max has a rest, and I'm not saying we need to bring in Proust as a second ruckman as yet, but we lose, you know, that one of those big men every time. Max has a rest, but then again, that happened uh, last year as well and it didn't seem to bother us then. So,
1: Is um, is the issue that Wiedemann and McDonald are down on, on form and or confidence or that we don't have the right setup in there and the delivery's not right? Because, I mean, I'd, I don't recall um, TMAP dropping all that many marks. It's not like we had a whole lot of opportunities that we didn't capitalise on. Um and I just, yeah, it, it's the speed of the ball movement, um, which I, I think is uh, is catching us out at the moment.
0: But also we when we do bomb it in and we sort of have... Oh, they packs, end up double team. Yeah, they end up spoiling each other. And I think at the moment we really don't have a crumbing forward, uh, you know, like, you know, Hannon's mm. obviously out, uh, Jeffy's been out. Jeffy might come back this week, but I don't know, you know, his form over the last year hasn't been so inspiring that I think he's going to be the one to, like, we know that he can can play that role, but whether he's going to be the saviour down there, uh, Vandenberg being out, is a, a big loss as well. Um, not quite a crumming forward, but, um, you know, sort of that yep. big... Bullion. No, look,
1: the absence of uh, of the small forward, um, the crumming forward is is glaring at the moment. Uh, and as you say, we'll talk about it later. Um, it might see Geoffrey recalled uh, perhaps ahead of ahead of schedule.
0: Now, uh, I guess we can't... And also, oh, before I go on to the next person, uh, Neil Bullen, I think as well, uh, isn't playing that role of a crumbing forward. Uh, you know, we say no. that he's there because he can pop up and kick a couple of goals. He's really not even getting his hands on the ball at the moment. I think he's been very disappointing... Um, this year, and look, we've got two young, we've got Lockhart and Sparrow, and they can't be saviours, they're, they're rookies, so um, I think they're doing an alright job, but yeah.
1: Yeah, look, um, uh, Lockhart showed a few yep, he did the other night, um, but look, Sparrow wouldn't be in the team if there was a, uh, you know, if we had a full complement yeah. of players available and Lockhart probably wouldn't either. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah, yeah, um, and what nothing can do about that at what, the moment, unfortunately. What what's to be done with Christian Petrarca? Um a Lot been talked about him on radio this week. Uh, Gary Lyons not impressed with his game. A lot of media personnel unimpressed with his game. Um, Look, he's been a bit fumbly,
1: um, but you know he, he sort of started well the other night. Took a strong mark, yep. um, set up the first goal. Um, would have set up the second goal or third goal had, uh, had Frida converted um, uh, when he uh, uh, crossed, uh, went the snap rather than running sort of straight in. Um, and then, yeah, sort of things dropped away a little bit after that. And look, I, you know, I'm, people are talking about trading him, which I think is ridiculous. Um, and I don't even really think um, it's time for a stint at Casey. Um, and even if it were, who's going to come in that's better than Christian Petrata, um, even when he's down on form? Um, no one uh, that I can see. So, um, yeah, persist and see what happens.
0: Um,
1: not not giving a lot in the middle. So I think you know he needs to, you know, whether it's at half forward or playing deep um, again. And this, this feeds back into that earlier discussion of the uh, of how we set up Inside 50.
0: Yeah, they, um, they really need to work out and get this Inside 50 set up right. I don't know what the answer is. Um, we need these guys. If these guys are in form and playing well, it's not a problem, but it's it's not happening at the moment. And it, it's either set up or form. I don't know which one it is, but... Um, if they don't find that form or they don't find that set up, it's going to be a very long season, um, which we've experienced in the past. Yeah, the other,
1: the only other concerning thing for Matt is that there's a real lack of trust among the playing group. Um, you see three or four midfielders all going for the same ball on the ground, all going for the same tackle. Uh, you see three or four defenders all going for the same ball and the same with the forwards. And... Um, I thought we'd sort of eliminate, I think I said this last week that we'd eliminated that from our game, but
0: uh, you think that's it's a lack of a vengeance? you think that's it's a lack ba- of back trust with a vengeance yeah you think that's a bit of a lack of trust um, between the playing group?
1: Well, it's, it's lack of trust and or communication, isn't
0: it? yeah um, well, well, I saw this in the first game, and I don't know if it was a big thing. Um, uh, the ball was coming into the was, kicked into the forward line from sort of the boundary to, to and we had two players there. We had Spargo and Brayshaw and Spargo was in the front position where you would expect Brayshaw to call him back to take the chess mark and sort of Brayshaw just came in and, and took the mark and then end up kicking a goal whatever. But uh, I just thought that sort of, that Brayshaw should have been the one to call him back. And that sort of highlights that. Uh, I don't know whether it's a mm. lack of trust, but it's that type of thing that, you know, two players could have ended up spoiling each other and the ball spilling out. But um, all right, that's our, our forwards. Our mid- so
1: could go ahead and, anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: back line. Uh, are we in, are we in a lot of trouble in the back line? Uh, it seems that Hibbard's down on form. Um, you know, yeah. we're unlucky uh, to have May go Nev
1: down. hasn't started where he finished last
0: year. No. Um, he started really slow last just year. just going. He started slow last year. In fact, our back line started slow last year. We had Lever coming into there, and, you know, it took yep. a while for, for the cohesion to start working there. Um, possibly it's a thing, but May was pretty much, uh, he was got injured early on in the game and then sort of was off at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: the, look, the worrying thing there was um, the strike rate of Geelong going forward. You know, I think particularly in that third quarter where um, every entry uh, resulted in a goal.
0: Um, well, I, th- I think you know, we, had we had had
1: 25 and couldn't score and they go down there once and uh, there you go.
0: I think at one stage we had 11 or 15 or 16 or something like that and we'd get yeah, three or four yep. points. They went down. Bang, goal. They went down, bang, goal. And once again, Geelong couldn't not miss a goal. <laughs> um, yep. You know, they're very straight. Not that, you know, had they missed a couple would have been a different story. But it seemed even when we went forward, we couldn't kick a goal. When we had shots a goal, we couldn't kick it straight. Uh, I think Fridge kick, kicked a couple of points, which was, anyway. It is what it is. Um, yeah, back lines just, it's not functioning at, at the moment. And, um, you know, ball's just uh, coming in too easily. And I didn't, we'll talk about a pre-show, we didn't like the look of, uh, <laughs> of um, what's his name? Um, is there full forward? Um, Hawkins, just passing off the, handballing off the ball to, a, you know, rookie. To their well, uh,
1: that's making a mockery of us, yeah. And really, uh, I hope Goodwin replays that to the boys during the week because you know that's that's laughing at us, and you know we've got to be better than that.
0: Um, are you worried about uh being 0 2? Can the season be salvaged? Um I know we. what did we start off last Absolutely. year? We were we were th- uh, two and three or something. Two wins, three losses. Yep. Five games in yep. last year. Uh, have to turn around. Uh, you know, we'll talk about the game next week soon. But um, a win this, a, a loss this week is that game over, season over.
1: Uh, well, not technically, but you know the fact Makes that Essendon and are pretty poor, you'd then start to have sort of concerns about really whether we are the real deal. Um, the season could be salvaged from an 0-2 and even 0-3. Um, we discussed that, you know, a little yeah. bit last week. And, uh, you know, rules are being broken all the time. Uh, we've only just seen for the first time um, uh, ever sides winning it from sort of outside the top four, the Bulldogs, a few years ago. So... You know, um, oh, yeah, it, absolutely, it can be salvaged uh, despite what history says. But yeah, if, if we uh, if we lose to a pretty average bombers team, um, then there's concerns, yeah, major
0: concerns. I, I never like uh, playing a team. Who's also down on, but then I guess we can say that we're we're in a similar position to them, you know when a team's staring down the the barrel of their season. Um,
1: well, yeah, as a, a mutual friend of ours uh, noted on a whatsapp group earlier in the week, um, a few more losses like this, and we'll be able to start sneaking up on teams again. so <laughs> yes.
0: maybe it's a good thing. maybe um
1: get it out of the way and then we'll be underdogs again uh, every week, so.
0: I'm, I must say, uh, well what does this ring a bell to you? I think the, I think this is the, the the correct round. Round three 2014. do you know what that is famous for?
1: Is that that Essendon game that people keep talking about when they were playing? No that and was, was <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> that was
0: 2016, yep. but thank you for the reminder. Um, ra- uh, ra- ra- round- oh, we're
1: talking about the Salem game.
0: No, round three, 2014, was the last time, I think, because I found this just online, the last time we were bottom of the ladder.
1: Um, Right, there you go. No. Um,
0: So, um, yeah, I didn't like to see that, and uh, I had quite a few friends this week uh, send me screenshots of newspapers they'd taken a photo of just to sort of stick it in just that little bit. Most of them are Carlton supporters, so I don't know what yeah. they're, they're so uh, happy about. But... Well, look,
1: but you bring up an important point, though, because, uh, and going back to this, that earlier discussion of, you know, can the, can the season be salvaged from here? When you've got a, a percentage of 50%, which is where we are at the moment, um, that's where things might become problematic down the track. Uh, um, and potentially needing, if you've got a low percentage, needing to win an extra game to qualify for finals. Um, we didn't have a great percentage at the start of last year, although it was nowhere near as low as 50%. But really, the only way to to uh, correct um, you know huge losses like that are, are with huge wins, and we had a series of them last year. Um, and we'd better cross our fingers that we can get on a similar run again this year. Um,
0: Those wins seem so far away. I, I can't even picture us beating Carlton by a hundred or Adelaide by a hundred this year. I'm, uh, you know, after last week, I, I mean, I I didn't think I, I didn't think we'd win this week against Geelong. I didn't have the confidence, particularly after round one, and but I did not in my wildest uh, even. Uh, Nightmares did I think we'd lose by 80 points? You know, I thought maybe, yep. you know, five goals, <laughs> worst 50 points, but 80, 80 is, uh, you know, those, the, those dark days of, um, you know, six, seven years ago.
1: Um, yeah. And D Oldfart makes a good point in the chat room that this uh, Friday night's a must win game for the players' confidence, which I think is true. Um, I think if they were beaten by the second-ranked bottom team, uh, I think that would be a real hit um, to our
0: self-belief. The AFL must be absolutely pulling their hair out because they would they would have thought that this upcoming game would have been a blockbuster, two emerging teams, you know, Essendon with the darling yeah. of the pre- pre-pre-season. Um, well, they're everyone... on the Channel
1: 7 ads as sort of... You know, it had Collingwood, Melbourne, and Essendon. Well, they've right? been. Well, Essendon doesn't really deserve to be up there, do they? Well, they've been
0: given the the ba- bounty of Friday night, Thursday, you know, all the all the all those yep. games, the the blockbuster um, schedule. Um, AFL must be pulling their hair out because this going into the year, I imagine they would have thought sixty five, seventy, depending, you know, if both teams were two and zero instead of zero and two, maybe even eighty thousand. Um, for this game um, and now uh, someone said the other day that uh, MCC was expecting 56 or 55 or something like that it might be lower think 58 58 yeah. um, uh, I wonder, uh, wonder though
1: whether whether that's now a transport issue as well
0: because yeah, was... they
1: didn't I think they got unders last week for Richmond Collingwood on the Friday night and I would Thought that's because people are finding it too difficult to either get in or get out.
0: Yeah, both of us are affected by that. Uh, those train lines that uh, well, anyone surfaces. anyone
1: living south of the city is.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy because um, I'm just trying to think how I'm going to get uh, to the ground because I don't want to take those buses. I can't be on a on the bus. I don't know for that. It's, I just want to get to the footy as quick as possible, but. Um, yeah, it doesn't make it not yeah, it easy. The
1: key is to go slightly east and uh, I think, you know, get in on one of the Lillydale or uh, Alamein lines
0: mm.
1: as they get closer to the city.
0: Yeah, might have to around try... Around
1: Malvern and that area.
0: Yeah, might have to try uh, try something like that. All right, we'll move on, ba- bottom of the ladder. Don't but, like you know, I it, wouldn't but...
1: be surprised if that's part of the issue with the... Um, with the low attendances.
0: Well, great. Uh, Cause uh, finally, we or get reduced
1: attendances.
0: Yeah. Finally, we get a home <laughs> game against Essendon and um, both teams are traveling <laughs> terrible. There's train issues and um, yeah, yeah. Thank you AFL for, uh, for screwing us. Um, I was going to talk about this later, but now that I mentioned it about that, this, did, did you know that this is our first home game against Essendon since since and I'll give you the round as well, round 15, 2010. Can you believe that?
1: Uh, yeah, I can because I, I suppose we've been calling it out every year, haven't we? How, how is that? How Online. is that possible?
0: Well, yeah. really, I, I know it's... what it is. It's the clash, Guernsey. No, no one, no one wants to join me in this conspiracy theory. But it's the clash, Guernsey. That Guernsey, that they they don't have one. Well, they sometimes do, because they sometimes pull out these. red They've got
1: that grey one.
0: But we've always been forced to wear that horrible white one. Um, I don't mind the one we wore, because like, I actually like our clash strip now. Um, but how could we not have had a home game against them? I don't understand this whole evening up the fixture. There's got to be a reason behind it. It can't be a mistake that they just have forgotten about us.
1: No, but it could be, you know, you get evened out for things like, let's say, AFL might have thought, well, Melbourne's got Queen's birthday as a home game every year. Yeah, but year.
0: They've, got, they've got Anzac Day. And, no. Oh, because of the past, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, Don't make but, excuses you know, for them. Yeah. Just go
0: along with me. <laughs> um yes. But it's not just <laughs> it's not just Essendon. Um, Geelong. We've only played since round 10, 2010, We've only had two home games against them, and that's a home, only talking about the home and away series because I'm not counting the final that we played as a home yep. game against them yep. uh, last year. No, look,
1: it's Two that's home
0: games. skewed, yep. Eight games at Cardinia Park. I'm not going to mention their sponsor of their stadium because it's not fair. Um, eight over at Cardinia Park, two at the G, one at Marvel, and the Marvel one was actually their home game. Um, I shouldn't mention Marvel either. There you go, um, <laughs> but yeah, Docklands, Docklands, yes. Um, but it's, it's not fair, and I, I haven't looked. I haven't looked at West Coast yet. I'm positive that we have only played a, a few fingersful uh, home games in the last ten years against them.
1: Yeah, one of them was uh, with Rousey and We got thrashed. We bar- did. Yep. 90-odd, I think.
0: Yep. yep. And, but what, do you remember... But yeah, there's,
1: there's not many, not, not, uh, not many other And then
0: we're playing... All right, th- this year we're playing West Coast. Our home game against them is in the, the Northern Territory. But I really don't think... And yeah. I'll go back and maybe next week I'll pull it out about how many... But I, And Adelaide, I can't remember playing... We've played them only a couple of times at the G in the last few years. And I know last year we played our home game in the Northern Territory as well, but yeah, I'd like to see the stats. I, I, I think we're getting screwed in the um, in the fixture stakes. And I, I think, think the
1: last time we played Adelaide at the G was that 2011.
0: No, it was it was thrashing. we've had one more we've no. had one more recent um, than that. We we lost it. I remember I was in Queensland at the time. I watched it on TV no. uh, as a couple. That was the ago. turning
1: point for Tringo and Grimes that uh, 2011
0: yeah, game, which yeah.
1: we won by 15 goals. But Trina's got suspended
0: yes, and just got injured. That was the time he tackled Dangerfield and um, got suspended and then Dangerfield kicked five or six goals the <laughs> next week.
1: Yes, yeah. aided by concussion.
0: Yeah. Um, so moving on uh, to uh, the Casey game, um, we were lucky enough to have one of the uh, Demonland posters Uh, go down there and give us a couple of, um, just give us, he said Spargo was disappointing, slow start, got into a little bit, but was a long way from a senior recall and even a bit longer because apparently he's, um, I don't think he's got a broken jaw because it said jaw and then he's out for only a week. So it can't be a broken jaw. But it talked, no, it talked
1: about a, uh, I thought I read that a plate was inserted and okay. you know, it was a broken jaw, okay. but it then said, but only two weeks. I thought okay. that sounds hmm. bizarrely, sh- uh, oddly short for, a, for a, a break.
0: That's disappointing. I mean, he's gone into the, you know, he had such a good year last year, sort of underwhelming in the first game. Disappointing. In the, in Casey, but I guess he's got a few weeks out, and hopefully he can come back and get back into the team. Uh, Toby Bedford, one of the one, well, he's a, one of the new players. Uh, quiet, uh, done a few good defensive things. Finds it hard, finds it hard to find the ball. Uh, we'll let him off because he's young. Stretch had a blinder as he was everywhere and kicked two goals very close to senior selection. Um, mm. Some people saying he should that have already good. been in the team, but you would think he might get a get a recall. Ah, uh, this week, if uh, if he'd had a blinder, uh, Prusey, uh he's
1: got to, he's got to add more than Sparrow, surely.
0: Yeah, you, you, yeah, maybe uh, maybe a swap between those two, and and look, that's not a knock on Sparrow. Um, he's a young no, kid being thrown uh, thrown to the wall. He's walls. got plenty of time. Yeah, uh, Prusy uh, beat his opponent in Zach Smith, but needs to do more around the ground. I think that was almost the same um, same thing as last week. That uh, yep. drunken one six seven. Uh, Mentioned that, um, and and these these are uh, these are coming from uh, Demonland poster Wery D. Um, Maynard, nothing to write home about. Uh, really, really a few good inside things, but he isn't playing. Near it's his good best.
1: to see Wery D. describing players using words other than Spud, <laughs> which is the only word he seems to use when talking about uh, Frost and Omac. And it makes me cringe to see that word. Um, it's. All right to criticise a player, but articulate it properly. Don't call them a spud.
0: Well, you obviously don't read the um, the match day threads because there's a lot of th- spuds being thrown around in that in that thread.
1: Well, that's it's a lawless land in there. Yes. Well, um, and I
0: must say, if anyone is reading the game day threads, they they are lightly moderated. We we can, I want to watch the game. I don't want to be deleting posts. Uh, obviously, we don't allow, you know. If anyone crosses the line, but uh, yeah, they those threads are a bit lawless. Well, yeah, we tend time. to
1: be watching. T- tend to be watching the game. Uh, well, I don't when, if,
0: I, if I'm watching at home, I do sort of have a look at the match day thread while I'm watching on TV. But if I'm at the game, I rarely I, I don't pull yep. out my phone uh, while I'm there. Um, uh, so, Prouse, before we move on to anyone else, do you, we may as well talk changes while we're talking about the uh, the twos. Um, can you see him being brought in uh, yet? Are we there no. yet?
1: Sorry? No. no. <laughs> oh, no. that's, the,
0: that's a, No, okay. Uh, Baker, uh, just a game, done a few good runs, but that was about it. Um, there's a lot of people that want to see what Baker can do, but I guess he's got a, I mean, he's coming off some hamstring issues. Uh, I think in the preseason and last year, yeah, he had a pretty bad hammy. Um you know, we need some run, but I guess he's gotta he's gotta earn his place. Uh Petty well this is coming from Wery D, um who you said didn't like Oscar, so he said about Petty a class above Oscar should be in the side, done everything right. Um Uh,
1: Yep. Yep. Look, he's he'll be he'll be getting close, no doubt about it.
0: Uh Cade Chandler, he's a rookie, I believe. A work in progress, but showed some good signs. Uh, Tim Smith, after a slow start, worked into it pretty well. Missed a few shots, but kicked two. Uh, Good to see him back. I think that might have been his first game back. I'm not sure if he played last week, but he did have an injury in the preseason. Corey Wagner, fantastic game, but let himself down by foot sometimes. Uh, Josh Wagner, really good second half, a solid backman. Kilty, after a good start, relative. Quite, relatively quiet but took some good marks and that is all from the Demon listed players um, well Jeffy's back in the mix so we may as well talk changes now um, May comes out obviously do we go a third tall or bring in someone a bit smaller
1: uh, Eston don't have, well, you know, uh, Joe Danaher's
0: not playing. Essendon don't really have... No, Danaher's Danaher's out and one of their main backmen uh, is also out as well. Um, I think it might have been Hooker. Um, I remember the uh, Opposition Watch thread that we started a while back mentioned that. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if they will replace a, a, a tall... For May, mm. uh, but if Jeffy's right, you think they might bring him back in?
1: Well, I, you know, we need on a... last year's rules. On last year's rules, no. You know, if you didn't, if you weren't sort of, uh, if you didn't have certain defensive traits to your game, you didn't get selected. But I just wonder whether the rules are being relevant relaxed now or will be relaxed
0: when you're Owen, 2 um,
1: because it's not you know Jeffy hasn't uh, and look to be fair been injured um, of late but you know if you go back to Casey's final series he didn't set the world on no, fire no there.
0: look he, he couldn't get a game um, he couldn't get a game last year in the, in the seniors It's not just in the, the finals game so um, you yeah. know once he was in the resies last year, he didn't, he didn't get out of it. So you didn't? No, that's right. I wonder if the, the whole rules are changing when you're zero and two and the season's on the line every week. Um, whether you just got to try something new, um, we might need to. You know, we all know what
1: what Jeffy's capable of. Yeah. Um, you know, he can be having a horrid day, and then bang, he'll kick four and a quarter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look, at, uh, I'd be very tempted to select him.
0: Yeah, and look, he comes in, it's his career on the line, basically. If he doesn't set the world on fire and he ends up the year in the, in the twos, then it's probably curtains on his career. So, um, don't know whether that help, helps him or not. Um,
1: but, look, you know, Friday night football, uh, 60,000 people, um, that's made for someone like Jeffy. So, Yeah. Unleash him.
0: Yep, bring him in. Um, you'd think that, um, look, I can't see them dropping any of the big our big forwards. Um, so I don't know if uh, a guy like Kilty or Smith is going to get in. Uh, the, the, I think the weather's going to be good, so it's going to be a dry night. So maybe they will go another tall in, I don't know. But I don't think they'll drop no. Forwards. Yeah. no,
1: look, I don't think you could go another tour without bringing in more smalls yeah. to go with it. Um, it's out of whack down there at the moment as it yeah. is.
0: Yeah, so I, I think Jeffy might get a call up. I think Stretch might as well, and you might see some of whether it's Sparrow or Lockhart uh, uh, going out. Um...
1: Yeah, or Sparrow and Nim for Jeffy and Stretch. Yeah.
0: And it's just a question Maybe. of when... When or if they're going to bring in Pruce, I don't know. I don't think they will this week. And but, then uh,
1: for May, Kilty. Uh, uh, um, Petty. Sorry, uh, Petty.
0: Yeah, well, uh, look, Kilty's been playing or, in the or forward Wagner. line. Or, yeah, yeah. Depends whether they want to go a little bit uh, shorter. Yeah. Possibly. Um, the May injury, um, Gary Lyon and May had a bit of a back-and-forth um I'm not sure if you you heard any of that. Um, uh, I
1: heard the Gary side did May concede that he wasn't, that he could have been fitter.
0: Yes, yeah, could so, have turned in
1: better shape. Or...
0: So, so Gary uh, Gary sort of came out and said that uh, you know that by May's own admission, he didn't come back in great shape. Um, sort of blamed the hamstring injury in the... Uh, this is Gary blamed the hamstring injury in the preseason and then the groin injury the other night based on not being back in super good nick. Um, and he said, he, uh, this is Gary, he now has a hamstring injury, follow-up... No, he meant it. He had the hamstring injury followed by the groin injury. If he doesn't turn up for the first training session of the preseason in 2020 in absolutely ripping cut nick, the Melbourne supporters will have every right to be disappointed uh, in him and his professionalism. So he's questioned his professionalism and May came back and said he didn't see Gary much in the preseason or anything. Uh, so he's obviously got that from somewhere else, but people are entitled to their opinions. Uh, we're in the footy bubble. So that's all he fired back at... Um, mm. Um,
1: John Demonic John Demonic says in the chat room that Tom Brown on 3RW reported that A&B and track were given a big baking from Goodwin um, tra- tra- uh, we we like it when people source where these things have come from so thanks to John for doing that but Tom Brown uh, I'm actually well Tom Brown's not bad I'm getting, getting mixed up with our friend Tom Morris aren't I who's
0: um, on uh, Fox the, who's the guy on uh, the couch that comes on? Yeah, on that's the couch? Uh, Tom Morris. Tom Morris. Yeah, that's that's who. Uh, that's who you don't like. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: your apologies for mixing them up. Yeah. So, uh, Tom Brown on Throw W saying that A uh, and B and Track were given a big bacon from Goodwin. So that's interesting. Uh,
0: I wonder where uh, John uh, demonic, uh, who's in the chat room at the moment, if you want to join us. Uh, you want to ja- join? Us in the chat room. It's at demonland. dot com slash podcast, or uh, give us a call on zero three nine zero one six three triple six, or Skype us on demonland thirty one. Um, yeah, I'd love to know whether that was at training, sort of in the public view. I oh, no, that's was...
1: been corrected by John Demonic, and he did mean Tom Morris. He did mean. Make... So I'd take that with a grain of salt, because right. most of what comes out of Tom Morris's mouth is
0: okay, invented
1: or imagined.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we'll, we'll leave that one there, but uh, yeah, if they did get a baking, you know, we'd like <laughs> to know whether that was in, in view of everyone or whether that's come mm. from a leak from the club. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, just, uh, I saw uh, D. L. fart in the chat room mentioned that he liked the way Lockhart went about it, uh, but didn't get much of the ball promising debut. Do you, I put this on Twitter, I tried to ask, uh, there's a guy on Twitter, Sir Swamp Thing, who, um, who always has these stats, I tried to get his attention by asking him if Lockhart joined, I wasn't sure whether Lockhart kicked that goal with his first kick, I think he did, and I tried to get the club to confirm and they, they didn't respond. Um, I have a feeling it, it was was his first kick goal so he joins that uh that I'm illustrious, illustrious club. club and i wanted to know from sir swamp thing how many players are on or since records were taken for that type of thing how many players are on that list um it's a pretty good goal. he didn't
1: mind uh he had a crack in didn't he lockhart
0: yeah yeah i, I really liked that goal he sold the sold the candy i locked uh, him i like
1: <laughs> paying for uh uh, going for Joel Selwood, too.
0: Yeah, he, he Yeah, I li- I did like that, and Joel Selwood wasn't happy with that. Uh, but yeah, nope. I did like that about him. Joel so. Selwood's
1: never happy about anything,
0: No, is he? No, oh, He Can I tell you, he in ducks his head. Perpetual
1: state he, of wings.
0: Every time he's on the ground and gets tackled, he gets up and he's complaining. I can't stand him. I was so happy when we beat them in that final, but would have liked to have beaten them again. Um, not to be. Uh, so this week, uh, did you read or see the the vision uh, uh, about what we're playing for this week? It's the Reach Let's Tear Online Bullying Down. And I believe that the banner will be made up of, um, like each little square on the banner is made up from, of mean tweets, actual mean tweets yep. written about our, our players. I'm not sure if it's all the AFL players or just... We're doing it just our players. Um, they probably could have gone to demoland.com in the uh, game day threads or at least going back to 20, 2012, 2013. No, no, no. There's
1: no need to go into the game day threads. All you need to do is to go into the thread talking about the REACH campaign of online bullying, which is um, rapidly descending uh, and is probably REACH bullying stage By now, the last time I checked in on it, about an hour ago, things were starting to fire up in there, So, uh, which is disappointing because I don't really know why we need to um, argue about the merits of something so obvious. Australia's got uh, some of the highest suicide rates in the world and uh, uh, online bullying is a contributor to some of that. And um, anyone who denies that this is a legitimate issue um, doesn't have kids or, you know, uh, know people that have got kids uh, because it's everywhere. And I really, you know, given the, uh, um, given the love that Aussie kids have for the game and their engagement with the game and their engagement with the players, I think it's fantastic um, uh uh, this campaign, and um, I, you know, I I understand the concerns people have about political correctness and pushing different social agendas, and that's fine. But fair income, um, I don't know how we can disagree on this
0: one. It's it's remarkable. Um, you think uh, well, you think there are bad things written on forums and stuff. It's and these. It's not really not as bad because we we're pretty good at moderating stuff and you know know you know most of our users know when there's the lines being crossed. You should see, I mean, you're on Twitter, so you probably see it there. But Facebook is just terrible with some of the comments. You would have seen and in the news. Some of the racist comments that come out, some of the sexist comments in regards to the AFLW. It's just disgusting, and I mean, every time. I see a post on Facebook about a player who's injured, and you can, you know, how people can react. They can like, they can love, they can be angry, they can laugh at a post as a reaction. There's people laughing <laughs> at, at players getting injured, you know, even you know, opposition players. I think it's just, it's disgusting. And this is one of the things that, you know, this is one of the things the D's are trying to get behind to to curb, you know, online bullying, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what you do. You ban these people. I mean, on Facebook as well is particularly bad because people are using their real name. It's not even like an anonymous person on a forum. Like people have the guts to, to say disgusting things using their real name, which people in their lives can see. I just, I don't know. Yep. It's disgusting. Anyway, um, so this week, uh, what do you think? Are we going to do it? We're going to get the job done. <laughs> We're going to turn our season around. Give me some hope. Sell me some. Sell me false hope at the moment. That's all I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, I you don't. You're not. That sound. I've got to admit, some of the sheen has come off my own usual <laughs> confidence. So, <laughs> I'm approaching Friday night with a sense of curiosity rather than hope,
0: I think. Oh, look, I, I'm It'll be
1: interesting to see what uh, trend.
0: You, you briefly mentioned the uh, the 2016 game we played against the Bombers at the G where we were playing virtually their seconds team, um, and lost, um, since that game. I've got no confidence in any game that we ever come to play because of that game.
1: Um, we haven't lost since then, though. No, no, I think.
0: Uh, I and we
1: beat them before that too. And oh, we've actually accounted for them quite comfortably the last couple of years. But
0: those in, uh, those games were at our fortress, <laughs> yes, the they Dockland were. Stadium, not at the MCG. The MCG is not. Uh, well, so far this year hasn't been a happy hunting ground. We've only played one game there, but let's get a win and on look, the big stage. Just a
1: return to the earlier topic, D. Oldfart uh, says that Nev was on 360 talking about the Reach campaign yep. and mentioned that online abuse affected his form before he had support around him from the club. Now, I don't think that this campaign is... Is it just targeted at footy players or is it targeted all online bullying? I think
0: it's it? all... If it's from Reach, it's probably all online bullying, but I think Melbourne's taking it from a... You know, footy perspective as well. Yeah. Um, and
1: well, there you go. There's a perfect example of it that you don't need to be a, even a ten-year-old kid to be affected by it. You can be a professional footballer, um, and it can it can have have an, have impact.
0: Well, we know from last year. Um, I think Lever had mentioned uh, that he got off um, uh, Twitter because of the abuse that he got, uh, mainly from. You know, out of, you know, uh, disgruntled Adelaide supporters who weren't happy with him leaving. Um, but, yeah, I can see, and I've seen other AFL players mention stuff about online abuse and, you know, it's, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not great.
1: No. no. And, look, um, it was interesting. We saw Liam Ryan uh, cop racist abuse uh, a couple of weeks ago and there was a bit of an outcry about that. But I saw um, Peter Hellyer talking about it on the project and he was saying, you know, that people need to stop and think about the contribution that Indigenous players make to the game and how they're so exciting to watch and, um, uh, you know, are responsible for providing us with so many thrills. Well, that misses the point. It's not about how good they are as players. They don't deserve to be treated that way full stop. be the worst player in the AFL doesn't mean you're... um, uh, your fair game for uh, for abuse or, or racism or bullying
0: well it was the same thing about uh, it was that's a similar thing to to the Eddie Maguire comment that he said oh well if I wouldn't known she was um, disabled yeah. then I wouldn't have made that comment well you shouldn't have made that comment uh, anyway I mean, all right, you know, it shouldn't be you 100%. don't make those comments just it's, it's, because it's
1: exactly the same.
0: But because someone's disabled that you don't say a disparaging comment about them. That, that's insulting to to them. Um,
1: yep. And Lucifer's hero made a good point uh, about that the other day um, in the relevant thread that uh, as president, Eddie Maguire knows the value of the coin toss to whoever's chosen for that occasion. So um, there's no excuse for what he said, and uh, um, I'm, I'm actually friends with Cynthia, who did the time oh, cost. Okay. And yep. um, uh, I am going to the football with her in a couple of weeks' time. I'm going up to Sydney for the Sydney Melbourne game, and yep. I'll hopefully be watching the game with her and her partner. But uh, they were they were devastated about Eddie's comments, um, and you know having to. Uh, having to deal with the, the sort of the fallout which lasted for two or three days. So not good enough.
0: No, no, definitely not. All right. Um, oh, and yep. one, one more thing I Here should say through. about
1: Cynthia, um, who's who's a, a mad footy person, and you'd probably know this because you've seen her at the MCG on occasions. Yep. Her and her partner, their second team, although she's the number one ticket holder at the Swans, they are mad demon fans in secret, and uh, <laughs> Melbourne is their second team. It's true they own quite a bit of Melbourne merchandise. Um, good mates with Rusey, so they hopped on at that stage, and they've never really quite hopped off. Uh, and have watched a lot of Melbourne games over the last few years. So they're almost uh, they're almost honorary demons.
0: Well, I must say that I'm a Melbourne supporter in secret at times as, as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many times. To- I mean, I was I was out and out and proud uh, come finals time last year. But so many times after, uh, so many times in the last decade, when people have asked, "Oh, who do you back?" for oh, I'm not Melbourne, and a, I'm whispering it under my breath, um, and usually get apologies yep. uh, from them, sympathy. Uh, but yes, I too am a, a secret Melbourne Melbourne fan. Um, well, I'll be there Friday night. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can come away with a win and, uh, I can actually look forward to doing this podcast rather than seeing it as something uh, that just has to be done. But it'd be nice to get a a win and, uh, enjoy, start to enjoy this season because there was so much hope. I said a few weeks ago, I was bullish about this season that I think that was the nail in the coffin. (laughs) of this year me being bullish mm. I should never have got out of my uh, MFC SS
1: well I think uh, you know we've all accused the well not we all but many have accused the players of drinking their own bath water I think I was drinking I think it, it too. We supporters we lapped it up as much as anyone and I pulled although the... we were trying pretending to put the brakes on you know all these herald Sun predictions that Melbourne would be premiers and and the like um mm.
0: I was pulling, pulling myself up to this trough and just like burying my head in, in that water. Yeah. And now I realise it's gulps. left a bitter taste in my mouth. And uh, yes, let's get back on the winners list. Um, well, I think, um, I think with that, I think let's get back onto the winners list and we'll uh, hopefully come back next week with the renewed energy, because otherwise. As I said earlier in the program, it's going to be a very, very long season. Yep. All right. Thank you, Grape Viney. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Andy. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. And uh, returning next week as well to join us will be Super Mikado And I'm sure he'll have lots to say about, uh, about how we're travelling. So let's hope we have a win. <laughs> All right. See you next week.